Welcome to The Unstoppable Show. I'm your host, Jenny Lane, and I'm here to help you become unstoppable in your small business so that you create a money-making brand that changes yours and your family's life for good. This show is perfectly suited to female entrepreneurs working from home, growing small profitable businesses in the online space. Let's dive in to this episode. You're listening to The Business Success Show with Jenny Lane. Tune in every week for practical advice, tips and tools to help you grow your online business in the right way to lead you quickly to success. And now, here's your host, Jenny Lane. Hello and welcome to this episode where I want to share with you some productivity hacks for working from home. Now, I don't know about you, but I absolutely love working from home. I love being in my own space. I love not having to do a nine to five. I love not having to go and commute and sit in traffic. So for me, making the decision to run my business from home has been one of the best decisions I've made. I love getting up every morning and knowing that my business is part of my home life. And as an introvert, that suits me perfectly. However, we also have to be mindful of the fact that working from home does not come without its hurdles or its distractions. So if you're a work from home female entrepreneur, in this episode, I want to share with you some work from home hacks that will help to keep you really productive in your business day by day to stop you from the distractions and the procrastination that you may sometimes feel comes at you. And um, those things can very much impact your daily working life if you're not careful. So if you have a routine for your home life when you're working in your business, it's going to be really useful for you. And in actual fact, I would say that having a routine for your work at home life is essential. And if you can make sure that you get some sort of work from home routine into the equation, you are going to find that your business life when you are working in your own home environment, it's going to be a much more productive and much more comfortable space for you to function from. When you clearly define a work routine, you can then plan to work your best during the hours that you have available to you. And when you do that, what you'll find is you'll become much more productive, you'll feel calmer, you'll get more done, and you'll have clear boundaries in place for your business that just help you to work at your best on the times and days that you are working in your business. So let's just run through some of these productivity hacks. The first one is probably one of the most important and it is to map out your work from home life. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean taking the time to grab a diary or uh, an online calendar or my ultimate business planner and to sit and think about, first and foremost, the time that you have available to commit to your business when you are working from home. Now, you may find that there will be days and times where you can actually do more in your business and there may be days and times where you, for reasons that revolve around your life and family have to do less in your business but when you start to at the very least 
set out some sort of schedule for your business and your home life and you're separating those two things and you're using a written calendar to identify the times that you can work on your business and the times that you can't, it's going to just help you become better at running your business in the times that you have available to you. Now, for me, I tend to sit down on a Sunday afternoon for about an hour and I plan my schedule for the week ahead. Sometimes I plan it for two weeks ahead if I know really what I've got coming at me over the course of two weeks. And when I plan, I literally schedule on every single day by time what I'm going to be doing in my business and my life and at what times. And by doing that, it allows me to separate my home life from my business life. And it means that I make the decision that on the times that I am allotting to my home life, what I'm doing is I'm fully focusing on my home life during those times. And for the times that I allot to working on my business, my head is down and I am doing nothing except working on my business. And I think being disciplined about that has some really great benefits. Forming a schedule, you know, that you can put on your wall or having your plan or just have to view day by day that, that allows you to see that from nine until one, you are working on your business. From three till four, you are doing school runs. From seven till eight, you are you are with family doing mealtime. From nine till ten, you are working on your business for that hour. <clears throat> and when you can start to really structure your daily routine almost with military precision and do so do so in a way where you are scheduling everything that you have to do for your home life and then forming the pockets of time that you can work on in your business around that it just allows you to have a much better idea of what time commitments you can make to your business week on week and to then be very disciplined about making sure that those times that you have allotted to working on your business are times that you then work on your business. Now, when I do this with my own schedule, the benefits that I have found are that I feel much more in control of my daily business life. I can make sure that when I have identified the times I'm available to work on my business using my scheduler, I can then put into those times the key priorities that I need to work on that are going to drive my business forwards to success more quickly. One of the other things that I find really useful is when I have a schedule and it is mapped out in, in detail so I know exactly what I'm supposed to be working on at any hour of the day. If things go a little bit pear-shaped and for whatever reason I fall off that schedule, maybe I'm poorly or something comes up that's an emergency and, and my plan, my schedule doesn't go to plan, it's much easier for me to look at the things that I didn't manage to do and reschedule them over to other time slots where I know that I can be working on my business. So it just helps to keep me calm. And on days where I fall off plan, for whatever reason, I don't panic about it. I don't sit there thinking, oh my God, all of this stuff I was supposed to be doing in my business today is now not going to get done. And how am I going to catch up with this? And when am I going to do this stuff? It doesn't have to be like that. Because I can just look at what I had on my schedule and think, right, that's fine. I had four main things that I was working on my schedule on today that aren't going to get done because of something that has come up that's a priority. I can move one to tomorrow, I can move one to the day after that and a couple or two, a couple of days later on this week and they will still get done by the end of the week. And what you have to understand is that, you know, when your plan doesn't go to plan, 
And when your schedule drops off your timed routine, the world isn't going to end. Your business isn't going to end. Nobody is going to be in crisis as a result of that. But it gives you the capacity to be able to pull what you haven't been able to get done and reschedule it onto other days and into other little time slots. I also find that when I have a schedule and I've time blocked my priorities for the hours that I have available to work on my business, what happens is I get more done. I get more done in less time. And I also find that it frees up my brain space. You know, when when I have a schedule that I can focus on and follow, instead of running my business day by day thinking, oh my God, I have all of this stuff that I've got to get done and I don't know when I'm going to fit it all in or, or where I should fit it all in and then I'm, I'm, I'm focused on one thing for a little bit and then I get distracted and I move off to another thing or I'm trying to multitask. All of those things are things that stop us being productive in our business. When we have a schedule and we have time blocks and we put in those time blocks, the priorities that we are going to be working on, it just helps to keep us calm. It helps us to focus on one thing at a time and to give our best to those things. I also, I know what I'm going to be doing and when, which keeps me uber organised, keeps me more productive, enables me, as I've said, to get more done. And I don't also procrastinate and put off tasks that I know I should be doing that are a priority, but I'm kind of ignoring because they're things that I don't really like to do. They get put onto my schedule in a time blocked section, like my tax return. And because I've got it there visible in my schedule for two hours on a Monday, uh, between 3pm and 5pm, what you are doing, Jenny, is working on your tax return. There's nothing else in the equation because I've put it on my schedule. It means I don't procrastinate, put it off and not get it done. So it keeps me much more effective in terms of getting all of the stuff done in my business that I know I need to get done. So when you know the days and times that you've got available to work on your business, you can then start to, in those times, drop specific to-dos that you are going to focus on in those little time blocks. And when you time block like that, it just makes your business life better, more organised, more productive, less stressful, less overwhelming. So I really want to encourage you if you've not yet done so, to grab your planner or grab a diary or grab a wall chart and figure out on that wall chart, week on week, the time that you have available to work in your business. When will those times be? And when you know what those times are, figure out what your priorities are and start dropping specific to-dos time blocked on your schedule that you know you are going to show up and work on. That has been an absolute game changer for me in my business. When you do this, it gives you a clear plan. It gives you a roadmap that you can follow to keep yourself on track with your business. And it will help you stay focused on your priorities rather than getting distracted with other bits and pieces like going and scrolling social instead. And this is something that will really help to save your sanity as you work hard to grow your business in the online space. Okay. So the second hack that I want to give you is no more multitasking. What is really interesting about multitasking is that it is a fake thing. Our brains do not have the ability to focus on more than one thing at a time. So when you're multitasking because you're making a video like this and at the same time you're 
checking your emails and then you're back to your video and you're checking your emails you're not actually multitasking because what happens is your brain jumps very very quickly it's so clever your brain jumps very very quickly from one thing to the next so it's switching constantly between video and email video and email video and email but that's a real energy consumer for your brain and it's very draining for your brain and so you can quickly get mentally exhausted when you're trying to focus on more than one thing at once so the problem with doing that is that your the the impact on your productivity and the quality of your work will deteriorate you will not be as productive and the quality of what you do will not be as good if you're trying to multitask which means switching between one thing and another very very quickly so if you're writing an email that you're going to be sending out to your list and at the same time you're just periodically going and checking social you're not multitasking even though you may be telling yourself you are you're switching your brain is switching really quickly from one thing to another from one thing to another and back again and what happens is it will impact the quality of the email that you're trying to write and you won't get what you're trying to get from scrolling social. So you have to learn that when you're working on your business, you time block your tasks and you focus on one thing at a time without the other distractions going on around you. So for example, at the moment making this video, I've got my iPhone here, but it is face down. It is on silent, notifications turned off. So I can't see anything that is going on on that phone whilst I'm making this video. Because if I had my notifications turned on and my screen facing up, my eyes might be caught by what's going on on my phone. And even that switching my focus from here over to my phone and back again is my brain having to switch between two tasks. And it's not a great way for you to treat your brain. So part of the purpose of you having a daily schedule is that you fully map out what you are going to be doing in the hours that you are working on your business. So for me, my schedule at this time is just coming up to 11am on a Wednesday morning. But actually what I had in my schedule was between 10am and 11.30am. All I would be doing is prepping for and then making and then editing this video. That's it. That's all I've got on my list. I haven't got to think about social. I haven't got to think about emails. I haven't got to think about what's going on in the house. I haven't got to think about telephone calls that I should be making. Responding to DMs and comments that people are dropping onto my social platforms. This is all I am focused on until half past 11 this morning. And by doing so, it enables me to show up and just have my mind on nothing but doing this. And as a result of that, it makes recording and editing and getting this video out into, into the online space much easier. And it means that it, I end up with a better quality product as well. Okay, so one of the things that you really need to try to be mindful of is when you time block on your schedule and you know that at 11am in the morning you're going to be doing a specific thing in your business for an hour you need to get other distractions out the way so you need to make sure that your phone or your tablet or anything that creates 
distractions for you is kept out of the equation and out of arm's reach whilst you are focused on that one task at hand. And it also means doing things like keeping the television off. One thing that I used to do a lot in my business was instead of being here in my study, my quiet space, working in my workspace, this is my workspace, I'd go and sit on the sofa with Minnie and I'd have the television on in the background. And I was constantly being distracted by things that were going on on the television. And it got to the point where I thought, this is not productive. This is not you giving your best self to your business in the time that you have available to work on it. So this is something that you need to change. And now what happens is I'm here in my study. Minnie is shut away in the house, so she can't distract me. There's no television on. There's no TV in here. There's no radio on in here. I'm just in my study working on my business. And so you need to try to be mindful about keeping distractions out of the way when you are focused on working on time block tasks in your business. All right, so the next one, which I think is super important, and I think a lot of people don't necessarily do when they're working from home, is to have a dedicated workspace. Doesn't matter how big or how small that workspace is, doesn't matter where it is, you know, if in your broom cupboard, if it needs to be in your broom cupboard, but you need to have a dedicated workspace that is just for you and your business. No running your business from the kitchen table. No running your business from a desk in your bedroom where the kids are coming in and distracting you all the time. No running your business like I used to from the sofa in front of the television. You need a corner or a space that is yours and yours alone that you can set up and create and have there, which is a space that you love to sit in and work on. And so, you know, you make it, you, you build that little space out to suit you. And you make it somewhere where you can shut the door on the distractions that are going on around you in your house so that when you're working on your business as much as you possibly can, your focus is in your business space and on your business and only on those things. The thing that you also need to bear in mind is when you create that little workspace, everybody in your household needs to know that that is your space, yours alone, and is not to be used or abused by anybody else in your environment. You know, if husband wants a workspace, let him go and have his own little corner. If kids need a space, let them have their space somewhere in their bedroom or somewhere else in the house. But your workspace is yours and yours alone to be doing the stuff that you need to work on in your business. And you set it up and design it and create it in a way that brings you joy. So if you want pink, then you make it pink. If you want wooden, then you make it wooden. If you want contemporary, you make it contemporary. If you want an old desk that you've grabbed out of a skip and repainted because that's your thing, that is what you do. But you set it up and you have it organised in a way that is going to benefit you and the way that you work in your business. <clears throat> I want you to think about this. If you were travelling to an office to sit behind a desk and work in an office all day, you would not have your children, your husband, your parents, the rabbit or the dog walking in and disturbing you and asking for a cup of tea or where's the shirt or when's tea going to be ready. When you're sat at your desk in an office working, you go there to a specific space to work and you work for the hours that you are there without the distractions. So you have to try and make your working environment, your workspace in your home like that as much as you possibly can. Now look, I get 
that <clears throat> when you are working from home, there is this crossover and the distractions can come at you. But it's a lot harder to deal with those distractions if what you are doing is trying to run your business in a part, in a part of your house that is not a dedicated workspace for you. When you go to work on your business, you travel to your workspace, you sit at that workspace and that is where you stay whilst you're working on your business and everybody in your house understands that you are at work, you are not part at home and part at work. Now look, I I know that this might sound a little bit selfish, but I promise you, if you can do this as much as possible, it will benefit you in your business hugely. It will also benefit your family because they'll understand that they have boundaries that they have to live by whilst mum or whilst wife or partner is working really hard to build a business that is going to transform that family's life at some point. Now, what if you're trying to run a business whilst you're at home as a single parent or as a stay-at-home mum on your own and you've got children there in the equation? Look, I understand that many female business owners are doing this and I understand that it is a juggling act and I understand that there are times where you may be working on your business and you have got the children with you because you don't have any other choice. I get that. And so in those times, you have to embrace that and just do your best. But what I also want you to think about is it comes back to that having that structured routine where there may be pockets of time in your day to day life where the children are not in the equation because they're at nursery or your partner or your husband or your wife is at home and they're able to take the children and look after them and occupy them for an hour or a couple of hours so that you can do some hardcore focused work or your parents grandparents or aunts and uncles, sisters, brothers are happy to have the children once a week for a playtime with their kids or just with grandparents because that frees you up to give you that hour space that can be a really valuable hour for you to sit, sit and do some really hardcore focused work. And if you know that you can get those little pockets of time into the equation, then they are ones that are structured and scheduled into your routine on your calendar where you do your most important work because you know that's the least amount of distraction you're going to get and so your best work and your priority work has to be done in those times. All right, my next hack is clean and tidy. So when you have your dedicated workspace set up, wherever it is, however big it is, however small it is, I want you to make a commitment to keep it clean, tidy and organised. A tidy workspace creates a calmer and more organised mind. It also makes it easier for you to find things. It also means that you're less distracted by a sea of clutter that you have going on around you. When you're trying to run your business and you are buried underneath a sea of clutter, it does not make for a calming, productive space. So I want you to be really mindful about having somewhere in your routine, once a week, once a fortnight, however often you need that space to do so, a little pocket of time where you go into your work area and you do a really good tidy up. You have folders available to keep things in. You have drawers available to put stuff in. You try to work with a clear desk policy. You have only in front of you the thing that you are working on at that time so that you can focus solely on that thing without being distracted by all of the other stuff that you have got going on in your workspace. 
So I really want you to just keep on top of your mess, tidy it up, stay organised, keep your workspace a really special, beautiful, calming space for you to go and work on your business. Okay, number five, the next hack is stop the social distractions. I've already spoken a little bit about this. It's so easy for you to get sucked into the social vacuum. And many people would be really, really shocked if they learned how much time they spent just grabbing their phone and scrolling. Scrolling through all of the social platforms and getting sucked into that vortex. And of course, These days, there are lots of social platforms that can suck us in quickly and they can take minutes and hours away from us every single day. And if you are social scrolling and you're getting sucked down into that vortex, every single time you do that is minutes and hours that are being taken away from you that could be quality, productive hours you are spending working on your business. Now, as much as you might like scrolling mindlessly through the TikTok or the Instagram, watching funny videos or watching dancing reels, laughing at the parrot, talking, that type of activity brings absolutely no benefit to you and your life and your business at all. It is just mindless scrolling, looking at stuff that serves no useful purpose in your life. Now, Only you can make the choice to stop the scroll. But if you do it, it's going to bring you minutes and over the course of a week, hours that you could be spending on your business. And listen, if you absolutely have to go and do a bit of scrolling because it is something that you are completely obsessed with, then what I want you to do is to block out time on your routine, on your calendar, on your schedule that is purely for that. So you allow yourself 10 minutes a day, which is your little bit of scrolling obsession time to just go and mindlessly scroll through anywhere that you want to, to get that off your chest, out of the equation, and you limit it on your calendar. So you know that at seven, from seven to 10 past seven, seven to quarter past seven, that is your little bit of scrolling indulgence but it's the only time that you do it because you've got it on your calendar. Okay, so the other thing to say about that is that if you find yourself scrolling the the social platforms and you're really struggling to get out of that addiction to it, and it's platforms that you're not even using for your business, just delete the apps off your phone, delete the apps off your tablet, get them out of the way, get them out of hands reach, make it more difficult for you to actually be able to jump on and do scrolling in the first place. Anything that is going to stop you wasting more and more time in that scrolling fantasy. You know, and social is so good at this. It's, it's the reason that social is so successful because we become very quickly addicted to just that scrolling and looking mindlessly for stuff that is really just of no use to us in our lives or our our businesses at all. All right, so also um, next hack is to stop other distractions. And this comes back to having you having a little dedicated workspace if you can and making sure people understand that when you are in that workspace, you're working and you're not to be distracted unless it is an emergency. So 
there are other distractions as well. You know, working on your business in the times that you have allotted to it is your focus. And what I want you to avoid doing is stopping mid-task to go and empty the washing machine or to do some laundry or to go and do an online shop or to call your bestie or put, put the bins out or make a cake or flick through a magazine, vacuum the living room or any other distraction that is not related to work and the schedule that you have prepared. So if you're working for an hour on a product launch and halfway through you start to allow your mind to wander to the sea of clutter that's sitting in your living room that you know needs to be tidied up and then you have to you could decide to go and deal with that, you're breaking your productivity. You're breaking into your creativity. Your business needs your focus. And if you've set aside an hour to work on a product launch, that hour has to be dedicated to that product launch, come what may, unless there is an emergency. So all of the other distractions need to be kept out of the way and you have to try not to let your mind wander to the pile of washing or to the pile of ironing or to untidy how untidy the kitchen looks. None of those things are life-threatening. Your business requires your attention and your 100% focus when you are working in and on it. All of those other little distractions, if they're things that you have on your schedule, you've time blocked them. So 9am till 10am is when you're doing the laundry and tidying the kitchen. And you know that you have space on your calendar to take care of those things. It means that when you're working on your business, you won't be distracted by that stuff. Because you'll know in your mind, it's okay that there's a pile of laundry waiting for me out there because I've made space on my calendar for that three o'clock this afternoon. Don't even need to think about it at the moment. I can just keep my mind on my business and what I'm doing at this moment. So you need to be realistic. And there's no point in you putting together a schedule for your business. That means that you've created a schedule where you're going to work on your business from 9am until 5pm on a Monday. When in actual fact on a Monday, you've also got to find time for the laundry and taking the kids to school and collecting them and doing an online shop. So you've got to get those other little priorities onto your schedule first so that you can then see what space you have left that is going to be hardcore focus on your business. I hope that makes sense. All right, so the next hack is what I call get up half an hour earlier, but actually it means that it's just trying to find those little extra pockets of time that you can use to do things in your business. So for me, I try to learn every day because learning is a fundamentally important part of our business journey. And I know that when I learn, I become a better business owner. And when you learn, you'll become a better business owner as well. Some days I can only find 10 minutes on my calendar to learn. And other days I can find an hour. But it all goes down on my schedule. And one thing that I do fairly regularly, it's on my schedule, is on a Sunday when we all want to have those nice little cosy lines and the house is quiet and we're snuggled up in bed thinking, oh, this is so nice. I haven't got to get up for anything. That's the day that I get up at 6.30 and I come down here into my study 6.30 till 8am when the house is quiet and I use that hour and a half to learn and it has been such an, a massive benefit for me to do that. Do I like doing it? No, 
<laughs> do I hate doing it? Yeah. Every time I do it, when I'm lying in bed and the alarm's gone off and I think I've got to get up and learn, do I want to do it? I'm like, no, I want to stay here and snuggle down with Richard. But I make myself get out of bed and do it. It's, I know that I've got that written down on my schedule and I know that I've got to make a commitment to do it. And it is one of the key learning times for me. It's one of those times where I get a huge amount of learning done because I've got a whole hour and a half to myself in here. I've got a little drink. It's cosy. It's quiet. I can just jump into some training and learn. But it has to be something that I commit to and find the time to do and put on my schedule as a blocked task. So if you can get up just half an hour early every day and you use that half hour for something in your business, so an extra three and a half hours worth of work you've got in your business every single week, that amounts, that amounts up over time to a massive amount of time, extra time that you've been able to focus on your business. So whether you get up half an hour earlier or you stay up an hour later or you go to your workspace when everybody else is watching Netflix and you do some focused work during that time, those are the little pockets of time that you can grab that are going to really help you push your business forwards. And let me just say this, your business is going to require a lot of time. Your business is going to demand a lot from you in terms of your effort, your consistency, your focus, your drive, your commitment and finding the time to work on it. And the less time you have to work on your business, the slower your business journey is going to be. It's why a lot of these people that hustle 24-7 say, you know, that they're working on their businesses 17 hours a day at startup. It's because they know that that is what what it takes to get the ball rolling and to have that ball snowball more quickly than the likes of me, for example, who physically would not be able to work on my business 17 hours a day. But what I do have to do is to find the pockets of time that I can completely dedicate myself to my business. And if it means getting up an hour and a half earlier on a Sunday morning than I would otherwise do so, that's what I'm going to do because that is what's going to help me push my business forwards to success more quickly. And it's more important for me to get my business to success than to have that lying. And that's the decision that I make. So I just really want to encourage you, the more pockets of time you can find, the better it's going to be for you and your business and the quicker you're going to get to success. Every moment of time you can commit to your business should be scheduled onto your calendar with the key tasks that you are going to do on each of those time blocked pockets of time that you have put on your calendar. All right, so the next hack that I want to share with you is to make the most of other times. Now, I've already spoken to you about how you shouldn't multitask, that you shouldn't be writing an email to your list and at the same time scrolling social, that you shouldn't be working on a product launch and at the same time be working on your latest blog or podcast because your brain doesn't function well like that. But there are times when you will be doing things in your day-to-day life that you can make use of doing something else as well. I know that that kind of goes against what I've said, but bear with me. Because there are times where you will be doing stuff that you do as a matter of routine. And when you do that, it means that you can do something else as well. And some examples are When you are cooking dinner or loading the dishwasher or doing the ironing or vacuuming the living room or driving to the supermarket, you can have your earbuds in and you can be listening to a podcast. 
You know, podcasts are a fantastic way for you to be able to learn more about your business. You can go and have a look at my podcast, The Business Success Show. Um, You'll find it on most of the podcasting platforms. And, you know, you can make use of those pockets of time where your brain doesn't really have to connect much with what you're doing. So when you're folding the laundry or when you're doing the ironing, it's not a really demanding task for your brain. It's something that you do almost subconsciously because you have done it so many times before. So you can plug in and listen to a podcast. So I just really want you to be thinking about are the times when you're on the train, when you're on the bus, when you're in the car, please don't wear your earphones in the car, make sure it's out loud on audio, but when you're on the train, when you're commuting, when you're travelling somewhere, when you're sitting just minding the kids but they're playing but they're too distracting for you to be able to work on your business plug yourself in and listen to a podcast or read a book whilst the children are playing at the park or listen to a video watch a video whilst the kids are playing in their space at home you know so there are those pockets that you can find and I know a lot of my ladies they listen to my podcast some some of the ladies that are my followers, they they still have careers. You know, they're working full or part-time whilst growing a business on the side. And some of them listen to my podcast in the car whilst they're travelling to work. Some of my ladies listen to the podcast whilst they've got the children in the car and they're doing the school run. So there will be times that you will have available to you that you can think, actually, all I'm doing is cooking a meal that doesn't really require that much of my attention I can kind of do it on autopilot, so I am going to listen to a podcast. Okay, so that's super important. You can grab a huge amount of time for learning in particular when you find those little moments. Okay, so um, we're almost there. The next hack is get dressed. Get dressed. Now, look, I know when you are working from home, it is super easy to roll out of bed, pull your hair back in a bun and come downstairs and jump into your study and be wearing your pyjamas and your fluffy slippers all day whilst you're working on your business. But it doesn't set a good precedent for your day at work. You wouldn't go to the office looking like that. You shouldn't come to your business looking like that. So I want you, dress down is fine, but I want you to make effort. I want you to make an effort to show up for your business, looking tidy, wearing some decent clothes, and making sure that you are presenting yourself to your own business in a way that is professional, clean and tidy, rather than you looking like you're going to have a duvet day. And can I just say, I don't personally, I don't think it is a good thing for you to show up in the online space and be presenting yourself to your audience in a way that is sloppy, unkempt and untidy. Because whether you realise it or not, and whether your audience realise it realises it or not, they will form an opinion of you and your business based on how you present yourself. So listen, you don't have to have a full face full of makeup. You don't have to have your hair extensions in and your hair glamour go ready. You don't have to be in a suit unless that is your thing and that is how you love to dress. But what I find personally is, first of all, when I'm showing up and I'm doing videos like this, I want to look clean and tidy. I want to look presentable and I want to look professional. But also when I make the effort to get up in the morning and I do my hair and I put on some makeup, I haven't got a face full of makeup, but I do wear makeup. 
and I put on some nice clothes, I feel better about myself. I feel good about myself. You know, we girls feel good about ourselves when we are looking the way that we like to look when we are the best version of who we are. So I just really want to encourage you to make the effort to show up to your business in a way that you feel is presentable and professional because it, 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 it resonates out of you. You know, if I'm sat here in a scruffy top with my hair unkempt and no makeup on, I feel that as I'm going through my daily business life. But making the effort to put on a nice shirt, to look presentable, I feel better about myself. And it, that can have an impact on how, how good you feel in your business as you work through it each day. All right, so the last thing that I want to cover, um, I've said a lot in this video about all sorts of hacks that are about you working in your business and working on your business and being better at being a female entrepreneur. But one of the, the, the last thing that I want to finish with, because I've thrown a lot at you that requires commitment and dedication and time and effort and consistency. So the last hack that I want to throw at you is downtime. Because we are not machines. We are not robots. We cannot do this stuff 24-7. If we do, we will burn out. So I know that I show up and I push you hard. I know that I ask a lot from you. I know that I ask you to commit as much as you possibly can to your business because I want you to achieve success. But with all of that being said, downtime is super important. You have to, in your schedule, find those times where you can just walk away from your workspace, close the door on it, leave it behind, go and switch off and have some blinking fun. So you need time away. You need time for your family. You need time for fun. You need time to chill, to breathe, to sit, to do nothing, to have a quiet space, to meditate, to exercise, to take care of you, to do all of the girly things that you may love to do for yourself, hair and your nails and your clothes and whatever else it is you love to do. And you need time to just be able to go and enjoy yourself. When you commit massively to your business and you follow the productivity hacks that I've shared here in this episode today, and you make those part of your daily business life, the successes will come at you more quickly. And with those successes come greater earnings, greater revenue to your business. And with that greater revenue and those successes, it makes it then more possible for you to be able to take time away and just go and have fun and enjoy yourself and indulge yourself and indulge your family. So all of that commitment that I'm trying to push you to do is there for a reason. It's so that in the downtime, you can have massive fun and massive enjoyment and all of the things that you want in your life and for your family and for your children. But downtime as part of your schedule is super important. And I, I just really want you to make time for that clearly on your schedule so that you know that you can shut the door on your business, not think about it and just go and have a great time. And only by creating some balance in your daily life will you maintain a strong mindset and a healthy body so that you can keep on pushing forwards in the times you are working in your business and pushing hard to get to success more quickly. So downtime, super important to go and do all of those things that you love to do, including scrolling social, <laughs> if that's the thing that you want to spend your downtime doing. 
Okay, that's it, my 10 productivity hacks for working from home that I hope will help to make your home life as a female entrepreneur more comfortable, more enjoyable, less stressy, less overwhelming, more productive, and will get you to success in your chosen business more quickly. I would love to hear whether you have found this useful. Um, please drop me a comment. You can get in touch with me if you want to send me an email, info at, at femaleentrepreneurschool.com or you can drop me a DM over on Instagram at femaleentrepreneurschool. If you want my support to help you grow to success more quickly in the online space, and trust me, if you take that deeper dive, leap of faith with me, you will grow your business more successfully in the online space and you will get there more quickly. You'll also be more productive and less stressed doing it. I'd love to have you on board. Go and check the links. Catch you again for another episode real soon. Take care for now. Thanks for showing up, being here and tuning into this episode. I appreciate you. Remember to subscribe so that you'll receive a notification when more episodes go live. And why not share this podcast with another female business owner who you know will get value from being here. I want you to stay on your business. I want you to stay committed to your business. I want you to become unstoppable in your business. And I'll catch up with you for more business success tips real soon. Take care. Bye for now.